This is the story of the first time I ever felt a sense of purpose. This is the story of the first time I took a life. No, 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 no. What I do is not who hey I everybody, am. Everybody, welcome back to the Love Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we are discussing Barry season two. Season two. <laughs> um, I was kind of hesitant to do this because I had kind of raved about how good uh, Barry season one was. But uh, honestly, I, it's another great season of television. I like I, I can't tell you how much I like the uh, short seasons. The first season was only eight episodes. The second one's only eight episodes, each around a little bit over 30 minutes each. Um, I can't say enough good things about it. I I. I think the short format is what works about it the the most. Um, I guess uh, before we do spoilers, I guess I'll just you know talk about a little bit about the overall arcing narratives. Um, I am curious how long they can keep this show up and still make it not only compelling but um, stay, I guess, within the realm of realism. Because they kind of try to dance around it very hard during this season. I think the uh, the parts that work the best, obviously, are the dramatic parts that are revolving the character development of Barry and his girlfriend, what is her name? Sally, played by Sarah Goldberg. In the first season, Sally Goldberg's... Um, sorry... Sarah Goldberg as Sally Reed. Sally kind of was wishy-washy in the first season, and they didn't give her 100% umph with her agency. In this season, they really go for the full 2019 Progressive Woman of the Year. They're really trying to pull that, you know, ain't no man gonna tell me what to do kind of thing. And it's not done to that kind of, you know... I'm I'm exaggerating with what I'm saying a little bit, you know. But there really is this strong female character within this show that feels real. And she's gone through real problems, real relationship problems that, you know, uh, real individuals have to deal with. And so that's why she feels much more of a fleshed out character in this season as opposed to the first season. She just feels more three-dimensional and you can see all of her thoughts and feelings and flaws and um and it makes her feel very fleshed out barry on the other hand uh he's very withdrawn and drained in this season i would say in a way but he's in a way that he's just cold like you can't exactly tell if barry is got something psychologically wrong with him really deep down or if he just can't get out of this loop of, you know, fucking shit up. And so I'm really talking in broad strokes for the season because I, you know, I, I didn't want to do a deep dive, in-depth deep dive on each of the, one of these episodes because they're very much, each episode feels like its own little unique gift. And uh, they're all special and uh, unique for their own strengths is what I would say. And... The power of the show Barry is not just 
the actual character of Bill Hader as Barry, which he is phenomenal. But it's this colorful cast of characters that we see that he is encountering and hanging out with and having to deal with on, you know, some of these daily basis. Um, we have the character of Fuchs, um, Monroe Fuchs played by Stephen Root in this. He's even more of a shit than he was than he was in the first film in the first se- uh, season. And uh, Anthony Kerrigan as uh, Noho Hank, and he was a kind of a runaway hit in the first ep- first season. So a lot of people are expecting a lot more Noho Hank, and you're definitely gonna get your Noho Hank fill almost to the point where I'm like, y'all might need to just rein him back just a little bit because some of the jokes he's just joke after joke after joke, after joke. and then. They do kind of give him some uh, dimension to his character, so I will say that they don't they don't go whole hog on it. I will say it's about ninety percent uh, comedy relief with Noho Hank, but uh, of course we have our favorites. Henry Winkler is the Gene Cousteau, and uh, our colorful cast of cops and. Honestly, everyone on the side cast is either just, you know, as good, if not just as good as uh, Barry. So it's just always interesting to see who he's being paired up with. Now, everybody, I don't really want to talk about the individual episodes because if you're going to watch it, you're going to watch it. If you're not, you're not. So um, I'll talk about a couple of my favorite things. I think episode five has a 9.8 out of 10 on IMDb. So if you know anything, you know that's nearly perfect. It is kind of a standalone episode in the way that it's it's formatted. Um, it's really an episode somewhat like uh, uh, the Teddy Perkins episode, sort of, in Atlanta. Um, you can just hop into this episode without seeing the first two seasons of the show and enjoy the hell out of it every second. And so, um, yeah, I think that the fifth episode, Ronnie and Lily, the episode where uh, I think it was Barry has to break into Ronnie's house. Um, and it is just like this amalgamation of clusterfuck if that's a word (laughs) that comes out of nowhere and it's just it feels like the domino effect is happening it's like when one thing gets fucked up there's another thing that gets fucked up and it's Barry uh, having to uh, take out this karate master who just won't go down and the karate master happens to have a daughter who's even more of a karate master than or a martial artist than uh, Barry is, and it, 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 it's insane the way they have to uh, uh, portray this family or this father-daughter uh, relationship, that they are just insane. <laughs> and I love the episode. Couldn't say enough good things about it. it the way it's shot, it's uh, it's hilarious. Yeah, the action's great. I mean, the, the girl in it is definitely a... a Steen Sealer. Um, I'm I don't see her name. Let me see. Jesse Gia Comez plays Lily Proxen. And uh 
she was in Westworld for stunts, and she was in Annabelle as a demon bee. <laughs> so let's get her in some more shit. She didn't really have any lines, but I still thought she was hilarious. Um, but yeah, Daniel Bernhardt as uh, Ronnie Proxen was hilarious as well. And that episode was actually directed by Bill Hader. So I was like, good gosh, you know, like this is pretty, this is pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, I trying to look back on exactly what was going on. To be honest, I watched the end of Barry, uh, what was it, a while back, and I kind of don't remember the the ending. I, I feel a little bit bad right now. I, I might have to actually go back and watch the last two minutes of it real quick. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. I just rewatched like 15 minutes of the final episode. It, it had been a while since I had finished it. So, yeah, uh, I forgot a lot happened. So, Fuchs ends up holding um, Gene Cousseau at gunpoint, even though I don't think Gene knows he's at gunpoint, um, showing the body of his former detective lover. And he says it's uh, Barry's doing. Gene comes to that realization at the very end of the episode, which I don't know if he was in shock. I don't know what the deal was. Uh, yeah, so there's that th storyline. Uh, the Sarah storyline. Sorry, is it Sally? Her real name is Sarah. Her, her stage name is Sally. Sally and... Barry end up going on stage at the very end as well and they have to reenact like one of the most traumatic times of their life and it's kind of edited a little bit um with what happens but um Sally essentially gets to tell off her boyfriend in quotes um and Barry is the stand-in boyfriend and it was all the entire first couple episodes where we, we have to go over this boyfriend storyline. And uh, we find out he was kind of a dick. He, he was a dickhead. He was an abuser. And he just is a terrible guy all around. And uh, Barry has to play him in the play. And at the very end, it does get a little bit cheesy, in my opinion, when right after she goes off, I thought the production and everything, how it, how it does with, uh, Barry standing there with the blue light and the red light on his face. And it looks like it's all in a one take, uh, of what's going on. And it's, uh, I don't know if it actually wasn't a one take, but, um, the cinematography in this episode was especially good. Um, I thought, you know, the, the lighting and, and blocking of everything was just gorgeous. But um, the entire time when, uh, no, it, I don't think it, that was in a one take. No, it's not in a one take, the, uh, the play. But it's still done really well. And uh, Sally really brings it, brings the heat. And uh, she kind of loses control a little bit. So um, on that front, uh, it's unresolved. Sally and Barry are on whatever terms you think they are on the after at the end of that. Um, Sally, uh, sorry, Jean and Barry are going to be. There's going to be some hella friction on that that front. Um, 
Fuchs. I didn't like Fuchs this, uh, this, I was going to say this semester, this season. I just feel like he turned into the biggest ass he could probably be. And I just was done with him. And I kind of wish he was taken off the board at the end of this season. Although I understand why they didn't. Um, the fact is we don't have anyone big taken off at the end of the season. And because of what happened at the end of the first season, we lost the detective. Um, we're kind of left in the up in the air. I feel like all the deaths that happened with as many that happened, you know, in that action scene, which shot really nice, you know, it's dope. Um, but it's flawless. It's, it's done, you know, without any really repercussions is what I would say. So I kind of feel like, that was the problem with season two is the repercussions and it felt very monotonous. Is that the right word? I'm going to have to find some more terminology to say what kind of means just kind of wanderous or something like that. But um, if we kind of end up in the same place you were at the beginning of the season, it's like, what's the point? Um, I do feel like we should have, we, there should be more police on Barry's ass and I just, their incompetence is just, ridiculous it's even shown in season uh season two episode five when he's walking away from the grocery store and all those cops are pulling up and don't even say a damn thing about this guy walking out the back um just the way it's shot it's just too obvious that he'd be caught so yeah there's uh there's some highs there's some the lows in the show are so minuscule and because the show is uh, only 30 minutes it's hard to say that it's got many lows but the small things that it does just uh there's just small nitpicks in my opinion but overall i really like season two of barry and i would once again check out the entire season because even talking about it it does not do it justice you know you'll you'll have a lot better of a time um during this dramedy so yes thank you for listening to the lucky dog podcast check us out lucky dog podcast at gmail.com for questions comments concerns check us all the the social media out the links are below the comments uh revisions are going to be below if i fuck something up if i said something wrong it's going to be below um if we continue with barry season three which i think i heard it's going to be renewed we're going to add that in the show notes if you want to listen to the barry season one um take then uh check that out in the show notes as well and like I said, all additional stuff is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Look at Dog podcast, and um, take it easy.